Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this conference. We thank you for the great things that you have prepared. We thank you because you have granted us grace to pray, and you have heard our prayers, and you have released a definite supply of the Spirit into this conference for transformation, for healings, for revelations, and to manifest yourself fully unto your people. We give you all the praise and glory for this in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, this evening I'm going to start out and I'm going to teach, all right? And then after that we'll go, of course, when I finish teaching, you will see that we need to worship God, okay? And we invite Minister Dunsiyonikon to come up and take us into a time of worship. Because I'll be speaking this evening on the tabernacle of David, all right? The tabernacle of David. I believe it is one of the, if, for want of words, biggest revelations we can find in the scripture. And the end times and the influence of the church of Jesus in the end times, you'll see this, our ability to be able to establish the authority of Jesus Christ on the earth to bring in uh, the great harvest there will be found in us understanding properly the tabernacle of David. I do believe that the people that we see that carry an unusual apostolic anointing in this generation and are doing things that uh, 20 years ago people just could not conceive that that could happen in ministry are people that have a very good understanding of the subject there of the tabernacle of David. So what's the tabernacle of David? The tabernacle of David is all about the truth that David understood in his relationship with God that God progressively revealed unto David. All right, from the beginning when Saul even had an evil spirit come upon him and they understood that if you want to lift off a demonic oppression, go and look for a man who is skillful and can play music in this way. So they understood the power, all right, of music there. They understood the power of praise. And David was called upon and he saw that he began to get revelation from God about the power of this thing, right? So it's about the revelation that David progressively got, uh, that he established certain things on the earth and he built a system and organized that revelation into a system. And it's that system that we want to understand. In the book of Amos chapter 9 and verse 11, speaking about the tabernacle of David, it said that in that day I will raise up the tabernacle of David that is falling. So it was a day after the time of David. He said the tabernacle of David was falling. Now, we've got to understand the tabernacle of David only lasted for 45 years, all right? In between, you had the tabernacle that Moses erected, and then you had the tabernacle of David that he erected, right? Moses' own was still there. He erected his own during his lifetime, during his reign. And once he was over, what happened was uh, Solomon now built up a temple, and we'll look at that, and Solomon within that temple infused the tabernacle of Moses with the tabernacle of David and created a system. That system is what Paul was talking about. And that's what we're going to get into. What he was talking about in the book of Hebrews. If you say Paul wrote Hebrews or the writer of Hebrews spoke about it. 
Now, let me say something about this conference because we prayed about it. All right? This conference is not just a place where you just come in and we just want to be, you know, just be preaching and, and getting people happy. What we really want to do is found in Ephesians, uh, Ephesians uh, chapter 6 and verse 19. Uh, Paul talked about the fact that utterance might be granted unto him uh, that he might make no, open his mouth boldly and make known the mystery of the gospel. So we want to look at the mysteries that we find in the gospel or the mysteries of the kingdom of God. And I'm serious about this. And what's a mystery? A mystery is not something that is difficult to understand. A mystery is something that is hidden from people who are uninitiated into a group where that knowledge is made known to people who belong to that group. In other words, the word mystery doesn't mean difficult to understand. In English, it's difficult to understand. That is very mysterious. In Greek, it meant that you were a member, all right, of a group which was like a secret society, which you were called a musti. And then you were given knowledge, which is called the mysterion, which was only known by that group. And you had to go through an initiation, blood initiation. And after that, they give you the book and say, this is the system, and this is how we operate. So when we talk about the mysteries of the gospel, we are talking about knowledge that can only be understood easily and clearly by people that have been initiated into the family of God through the blood covenant of Jesus Christ. So in Amos chapter 9 here, we want to look at this unveil. Uh, of this unfold here, and it's going to be very practical. You'll be able to apply it to your life. It says, and in that day, I will raise up the tabernacle of David that is fallen, and close up the breaches thereof, and I will raise up his ruins, and I will build it as in the days of old. Moses' temple was there. God didn't talk about that. Solomon's temple was there. God didn't talk about that. He said, it's David's tabernacle, I'm going for. Next verse. And then it says that they may possess. In other words, with this tabernacle here in place, they will possess the remnant of Edom and all of the heathen which are called by my name. You see this massive apostolic evangelistic anointing in this country. Now you are seeing millions coming under one place is this revelation. Like anything in this world, I can, when we get into you, say it. It says, I will, the heathen will come in, which are called by my name, say the Lord, right, the Lord that doeth this. And if you really want to know, listen very well to the men that carry this grace. The area they touch on is praise. What they talk about is worship. And thanksgiving. Now, this is not just singing. Listen, it is not just singing. You are initiated into something. Are you following me, there? It says, Jesus is the lion of the tribe of Judah. When David discovered this, he said, God has put a new song. In other words, he removed murmuring and complaining and put praise. 
that no matter what happens, you praise. That he has given me a new song. David said, you will never find me. One more about anything. Even if David is driving and the car hits him behind him, he will come out and say, we give God thanks. Praise the Lord. Jesus is Lord. We worship him. Now that's the way he will approach it. Jesus said, I am the lion of the tribe. The word tribe means the company of prisoners. So he says that. Now let's go to the New Testament to see this, to show the significance of this. Now a debate happened where people, were, well, there was confusion and Paul and, and Barnabas they were preaching to the Gentiles and, and the church people got angry in Jerusalem. So they called for an apostolic meeting to find out whether the Gentiles should receive the Holy Spirit and receive the gospel and be integrated with the Jews. And when they got to the meeting, in Acts chapter 15 and verse 6, and the apostles and elders came together to consider, all right, of this matter. Verse 7, and when there had been much disputing, Peter rose up, or rose up and said unto them, men and brethren, you know how that a good while ago God made a choice among us that the Gentiles by my mouth should hear the word of the gospel and believe. Verse 8, and God which knoweth the hearts bear them witness, I give the Holy Ghost as he did, and he went on. Now let's get to verse, verse 11. So they were talking about the Gentiles. But we believe that through the grace of our Lord Jesus, we shall be saved even as they. Verse 12, then all the multitude kept silent. Now Peter narrated how, you know, God showed him and he was talking about his personal experience Peter did not quote any scripture. He was just saying how God revealed and showed him things. But you don't lead the body of Christ with visions. You lead the body of Christ with scripture. You cannot say that except you go into error. You cannot use prophecies to direct the body of Christ. You can only direct the body of Christ by scripture. If what you are prophesying cannot be found in scripture, you don't have the scriptural basis for it, we are not saying you are wrong, but it is your private business. Are you following saying that? Now, I've said it in code. Let me go back to where I'm going. So those that understand, understand what I'm saying. Now, so let's go on here. Then the multitude kept silent and gave audience to Paul and Barnabas, declaring what miracles and wonders. So they talked about signs and wonders God had wrought among them, but people were still not persuaded. And after they had held their peace, James answered and said, Men and brethren, hearken to me. Now, authority wanted to speak. Simeon has declared how that God at first did visit the Gentiles to take them out a people for his name. And to these, agree the words of the prophets as it is what? Written. Now, which scripture did James quote to show that the gospel should go to the Gentiles? He went to that Amos thing. And after this, I will return and I will build again the tabernacle of David. In other words, what God is doing among Gentiles is rebuilding the tabernacle of David. Now, he went on and said this. Look at what he says here. Please put it back. Which is, up, and I will return, all right? Which is falling down, and I will build again the ruins thereof, and I will set it up, that the residue of men might seek after the Lord. Which means, once you set it up, people start gravitating. Anywhere the tabernacle of David is established, the Gentiles will run to it. 
the harvest will start coming towards it. Now look at what it says here. Now I seek after, upon whom my name is called, saith the Lord, who doeth all these things. Verse 18. Known unto God are holy, all his works from the beginning of the world. Now, if we go back, so it says, wherefore my sentence is, which means this is the decree because we brought out the scripture. But let's go back to Amos, 11, Amos 9, all right, verse 13. I forgot to quote something. Right? Now you see what that tabernacle will do. Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that the, okay, if we read to verse 12. Let's get to verse 12. So we know it's the tabernacle. And that they might possess the remnant of Edom and all the heathen which are called by my name. They may possess them. Share the Lord that doeth this. So I will rebuild the tabernacle so that through the tabernacle they possess. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's the secret to evangelism is first construct tabernacle. Now look at the next thing here. Next. Behold the days come after this tabernacle is constructed that the plowman shall overtake the reaper and the treader of grapes him that sweat seed, and the mountain shall drop, which means harvest will overlap with planting. Every, every day will be a harvest day. Every day will be a planting day. You will just be seeing things happening, and you'll be wondering, where did this come from? And he says, once the tabernacle, that revelation enters into the hearts of people, and they organize their lives after that revelation, he says these things are going to happen. So what's the origin of this tabernacle? Psalm 40, verse 1. It was in Psalm 40 that David explained what happened. He said, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. He brought me out of a horrible pit. Probably that's when David was in the cave. Things were not working. Out of the merry clay and set my feet upon a rock. Let me tell you, the revelation you will stand with, even if everybody doesn't agree, is the revelation that you got when you were in trouble and came out with it. If anybody comes to contest, you say it's too late. You can go to where I was and use what you know. Are you following what I'm saying here? It's not what you got in a book. That's why Job said, I heard of thee with the hearing of my ears. Now with my eyes, I see you. Because what David was about to challenge here was an order that Moses put in place. This is a man that brought out Israel from Egypt and went on a 40-day fast. And God said, build according to the pattern that have showed you on the mountain. And he came and constructed a tabernacle according to Revelation. And David said, no, sir. What you are saying is not complete. What happened? David got to Moses' tabernacle, tried everything. It didn't work for him. He said, I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined unto me and heard my cry. He brought my feet out of a horrible pit and set it upon the rock to stay and established my goings. He said he has put a new song. He said he changed the song. Even praise to our God. Many will see it and fear and put their trust in God. He said, blessed is the man that maketh the Lord his trust and respected not the proud or such as turn aside to lies or observe lying vanities. Many, O oh Lord, as thy wonderful works. Verse 6, he said, sacrifice and offering thou did not desire. Mine ear has thou opened 
burnt offering and sin offering that they are doing in Moses' tabernacle, that's not what you really want. David said, I tried it. That's not what you want. God, what you are talking about is praise. Look at what it says here. It says, then said I, which means God opened my ears. Lo, I come in the volume of this book, it is written of me. So God opened the ears of David when he was going through things and said, David, David, the issue that we are talking about is actually praise. So David was so radical that in Psalm 132, now, now, wait, wait, let, let me see, should, should I go about it this way? Okay, go to Hosea chapter 14 and verse 2. So if you want to say Hosea, you say Hosea. If you want to say it Nigerian, we'll say Hosea. <laughs> 14 and verse 2. This is what David was saying. Take with you words and turn to the Lord. Say unto him, take away all my iniquity and receive me graciously. So shall we render the words, the calves of our lips. We are not killing animals. We are singing. All right? He said, it is written of me in the volume of the book. Now to show you the power of this revelation... Hebrews chapter 10. I'm going somewhere with this, please. Hebrews chapter 10, from verse 4. What was he saying? He says, For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and of goats can take away sin, can change character. Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering thou wouldest not, but a body. Underline that thing, because when we finish the messages we're going to, a body you are prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sacrifice of sin, thou hast no pleasure. Then said I, lo, I come, and the volume of the book is written of me, to do thy will, O God. This is Jesus now. Above when he said, sacrifice and offering and burnt offerings, and offering for sin thou wouldest not, neither had pleasure therein. So David understood God has no pleasure in these things, which are offered by the Lord. Then said he, lo, I come in the volume of the book. He taketh away the first, that he might establish the second. By the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Christ once and for all. For every priest standeth ministering, offering oftentimes same sacrifice that can't take away sins. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice, his body for sins, forever sat down on the right hand of God. From henceforth, expecting that his enemies will be made his footstool. So God told Jesus, sit at my right hand until I make thine enemies your footstool. What he was saying was, until I subdue all the enemies under the least member of the body of Christ. You've conquered, everybody will conquer. And he said, the way it is going to happen is what David talked about in Psalm 40. He said, that is the key, because he was quoting Psalm 40, and he was saying, sit until I make. So David understood that if you want to win, and this tabernacle of David guaranteed that David won all his battles until he started violating something in the tabernacle, or 
And everybody that was a king will see this, that followed the pattern of David. And they will say, according to the commandments of David, they did it when they were in battle, they won. Jehoshaphat, when he was in battle, he looked around at the armies that were more than him. And God said, the tabernacle of David is the secret. Hezekiah looked. God said, the tabernacle of David is the secret. The revelation David brought will give victory to everybody. Look at what he says in Psalm 18 and verse 3. David said, I've discovered this. He says, I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So, I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So, shall I be saved from my enemies. Verse 4. The sorrows of death compassed me. The floods of ungodly men made me afraid. The sorrows of hell compassed me about. The snares of death prevented me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord, cried unto God. He heard my voice out of his temple, and my cry came before him into his ears. The earth shook and trembled, the foundations. And David said, I did this because I understood, or I'd call upon him who is worthy to be praised. So we see Hezekiah, because of time, in Isaiah 38, talking about this. We see Jehoshaphat when he was surrounded by an army and nations that were mightier than him. Says, follow the pattern of David. So David used this understanding when he was king. I want to say this, to conquer territories. He expanded kingdom, the kingdom of Israel. He took territories. Now, I want to share something else again about this as we bring Moses and David's tabernacles into picture and get somewhere. Now, when they say Mount Zion, not, <laughs> not theater, Mount Zion, when we sing, um, what's that name? Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God, in the mountain of his holiness, beautiful as it is, right? Of the whole earth is Mount Zion. Now, wait, wait, wait. We say the joy of the whole earth is what? Is Mount Zion. Let's, let's just say it again. The joy of the whole earth is Mount Zion. What is beautiful for situation? Mount Zion. If you are in any situation, it says it's beautiful for what situation is Mount Zion. It says upon Mount Zion there shall be what? Deliverance. In the New Testament, it talks about us going up to where? Mount what? Zion. What was it about? God himself, and I'll show this, said, I love Zion more than the dwellings of Jacob. God. I want to show you something. We can say that they're all covenant people. That's when you say covenant. You're all in covenant with God. God said, I prefer some people. He said, look, I like Zion more than the, than the dwellings. The Lord loved the gates of Zion. Monday, say, God, are you being partial? I said, No, I love the gates of Zion more than the, it is a hidden of dwellings of who? Jacob. David found something. So, what's Mount Zion? Zion was a city, Mount Zion was a hill inside that city. 
David built his tabernacle on Mount Zion. So when the scripture refers to Mount Zion, it's talking about the tabernacle of David. Please let me show you a dangerous scripture. If you understand this thing, a dangerous scripture, the only way to explain it is dangerous. The only way to explain the scripture is dangerous. Isaiah 29 verse 8, dangerous scripture. Look at it. It shall even be as when a hungry man dreameth, and behold in his dream he ate. But when he's awakened, his soul is empty. Or as when a thirsty man dreameth, and behold, he drinketh. But when he's awakened, and behold, he's faint, and his soul hath appetite. So shall be the multitudes of nations that fight against Mount Zion. If somebody understands the mystery of Mount Zion, anybody that comes to fight and boast of victory is dreaming. It's only in your dream you will win. Real life, you'll be dealt with. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. To listen to the full message or any other message, please visit our website at www.insightsforliving.org. For any inquiries, please call 0818 600 0082. God bless you.